The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was a rabbi who worked for Arachim. And one Shabbat, he was asked after many years to go visit a small town. And we'll end with this. He goes to this small town and he gives this amazing shiur and he's walking back from the hotel where the Shabbaton is all the way back to the area where the religious area is where he's going to be the next day for the prayers. He finishes, he walks home, and as he's walking, this has actually happened to me, he realizes that he forgot the address of the house he's staying in. And it's already like 1 o'clock in the morning. This has actually happened to me. I'm walking, looking at the houses, trying to remember, right? And half, I lived in London, so half of the houses look the same. I don't know if anyone's ever been, it's like this white house with like these like fake Tudor, like pieces of wood on the outside. So I'm like, brilliant, I'm just going to look for a mezuzah. All the houses had a mezuzah. Wow. It's happened to me. How'd you find it? <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I should be honest. <laughs> I knocked on like 10 houses doors. <laughs> They're like, what do you want? <laughs> Until I finally found the right house, sorry. But this rabbi was much more considerate than me. So he decided, instead of going to a bunch of houses and knocking on the door, maybe it was later, I don't know which one, he decided he's going to go to a local synagogue, go find the shul, and he'll go to sleep in the shul. Maybe he'll lie down on one of the benches, he'll go to the ladies' section upstairs, just relax, I don't know. Anyway, he goes to the shul, the first shul that he goes to the area. He opens the door, he walks into the shul, and the Ezrat Nashim is locked. So he goes down to the main sanctuary. And as he looks in the main sanctuary, he sees that there's this one guy, and he's sitting there swaying in front of the Gemara, and he's learning as loud as he can. He's like, keep it down in there. <laughs> he goes up to the guy, he says... You know, this is so nice that you're going to... He goes, are you going to be long? <laughs> or should I find another shul, right? The guy says, yeah, I'm gonna, I have to pull an all-nighter. Shoot. He goes, is there any other shuls? He says, yeah, there's another shul a few blocks away. You can go there. He goes, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to that other shul. He says, but before you go, he tells the rabbi, he says, I just want to ask you one question. Do you recognize me? He says, no, I don't. He goes, years and years ago, you came to this town and you did a Shabbaton. He goes, I remember, it was a very long time ago. He said, and I was one of the boys there. And you encouraged us to study, to learn, to grow in Torah. And he says, and I set myself a goal. I decided I was going to finish Shas. Not the political party. The Talmud. Huge undertaking. 2,711 pages. And it doesn't read like Harry Potter. He says, I promised myself I would finish. And he says, and I have the last few uh, pages, and I'm going to finish tonight. I'm so happy that you bumped into me on the night that I'm finishing, so I could say thank you to you for changing my life. In my brain, the music. No, okay, fine, just me. Rabbi's like, that's awesome for you. I'm exhausted. I'm not hanging out here. He goes to the other shul. He goes to the other shul. As he walks to the other shul, he goes to the men's section. There's nobody there. 
And as he sits down, he's about to get comfortable, he hears crying. He's like, Come on! <laughs> and the crying's coming from the ladies' section. She goes into the ladies' section, he feels bad, he knocks on the door, there's a young woman there, and she's crying, and he says, Is everything okay? She says, Yes, everything's fine, thank you so much, it's fine, I'll be fine, don't worry about me. He's like, so I'm just staying downstairs. Uh, I'm going to go sleep here. I don't have a place to go. So I'm staying downstairs. I just wanted to say, I thought maybe it's a problem. She says, no, no, everything's fine. But she says, can I just ask you one question? He's like, oh, no. Do you remember? She goes, do you remember me? <laughs> he says, no. She says, years ago, you came to this town. And he thought he knew how this conversation was going to go, by the way. Because as a rabbi, sometimes someone calls you and you think it's going to be really good and it's really bad. And sometimes it's the opposite. It's like, you know, I won the lottery and my wife wants to leave me. Stuff sometimes you have conversations that don't go. And he goes, and she says, you, you came and you did this. And she goes, and you know what? She says, and you ruined my life. He says, what? She says, you came and you taught us about Torah, you taught us about Judaism. I decide I'm getting on the train, I'm going to learn, I'm going to grow. And then you encouraged us. You said, if you want something, if you want someone, don't lower your standards. If it's something which isn't important, who cares? Write it off. But if it's something which is important for you, don't give up on it. She said, and I had a dream. And when I heard your words that night, I took it as a sign from Shamaim. I thought to myself, I wanna, if I'm going to do this, I don't know if you, any of you are like super hardcore Bali Chuva. Any of you like flaming? Anyone? No, nobody? Just me? Okay, fine. Right? Yeah, if you're like, I'm in, I'm in. If I'm doing it, I'm doing it. If I'm going to marry a, a Chatan, she said, I'm going to marry a Chatan who's a real Tami Chacham. So I decided that night, that I would only accept proposals from a young man who had finished chas. And I've been trying and trying and trying, but people don't set up chas finishers with Baalot Teshuvah. <laughs> You've made my life a living hell. <laughs> Are you happy? He says, have I got the guy for you? <laughs> But you might need to wait until tomorrow morning. Ma'amin ve'eno ma'amin. Do you believe in him or not? If you do, he's got you. Don't worry about his side of the equation. He's good. Worry about your side. What is your side? Your side is pushing yourself beyond your comfort zone. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.